Welcome to Kardashian at the podcast about all things Kardashian. I'm Jessica Jardin. And I'm Marcy Jarrow. Oh, Marcy. So much. Wait, what a week we had. What a week we had. Mm-hmm. We got to do improv together. We had to do improv together. La- this time last week. Then I- there was a Thanksgiving. Then there was Thanksgiving. Then you had a birthday party. I had a birthday party. And you had a medium at I your had birthday a party. Medium. You guys, here's the thing. You knew, you know, if you listen to this podcast, that Marcy's cool. And <laughs> I don't know if that's what they know. I mean, but what a cool, the thing I have like told so many people about it, it was lovely. It was a brunch. It was a beautiful spread of food, including an egg bake, an egg dish, extrada, which is a term I'd never heard before. Uh, I champagne know from Family Stone. Uh, that's what Jerry Jessica Parker oh. makes and then spills on the floor. Okay, now I know. But um, beautiful <laughs> spread of drinks and food and fancy bagels and lovely gals and a guy. And one guy. Um, <laughs> and it was so great. And then you went in to another room and there was a medium set up with a little altar <laughs> and like little witchy crystals and smoky room. And I was like... Let this never end. <laughs> she was very cool, too. She right? was awesome. I'll give a shout out to Adela Levine. If yeah. anyone look, she fucking blew people's socks off. I cannot tell you. This is the only thing I've talked about for this was on Sunday since Sunday is like my personal experience. Other people's other people asking me about it. I referred her to a friend already who who has set up a phone session on Friday. Like she's so good. She's so it's like people were walking out of my out of this room where she did them so if any recording stuff happens because i let too many ghosts in accidentally there you go but she people were walking out like with tears streaming down their face it was so funny because my friend walked out with tears and then her husband was like oh i knew you shouldn't have gone you're gonna get upset <laughs> she was like no it's beautiful like people were which is a real roll of the dice for uh, a party i was gonna say but it's a funny thing to like click back into a party like it definitely mine wasn't even super Super heavy, but it was. It is funny to like kind of recalibrate. Like yeah. you need like a middle room <laughs> to like have a drink and get your head on yeah. straight. But I literally left the room and I was like, I feel light. I feel really lightheaded. I think I had it too. But it is. It is also like the room got kind of like incensey and yeah. hazy. Like the air got hazy and like her vibe. She had like curly dark hair and thick eyeliner and red glitter eyeshadow yes. and was just like very uh magnetic yes uh i loved so, it so much it was truly such a joy it was such guys, a cool idea for a thing thank you you can make people all go to some stinky bar or have like a big long dinner somewhere <laughs> where you like have to sit you don't even sit near the birthday person and then you pay for like the couple that left early it's very funny <laughs> because i have such a I, I i maybe have talked about it with you i have a really hard time letting people do things for me and any sort of celebration stuff like yeah. So I, in my mind, I was like, I can alleviate some of my guilt about being a human in the world and expecting people to ever speak to me because I feel (laughs) immense guilt about that, guys. It's a weird thing. You kind of don't expect it when you meet me that that's how I feel all the time, that I'm a burden on humanity. But, uh, or at least especially like having to pay me attention that I'm I'm desperately screaming about that I need. Obviously, I have three podcasts. but, (laughs) But I was like, the way I can control that is I'll provide 
all the food and drinks and have a lot of options. And then I'll have like something that even if they hate being around me, there's a free, there's a medium. It's entertainment. And so nobody felt that way. But it, it just helped but me. But I know like, this. I, I understood the psychological <laughs> pathway. Yes. And I thought the most important part to me was just that you let yourself be celebrated. Yes. It and was very was nice. Because I know it's not. Yeah. It's not for everybody. Yes. Um. Yeah. Tim's like that. Tim does not really want to celebrate. But and then it's I'll feel always a struggle. So bummed if I don't do yeah, anything. Well, I think that that's a lot of how yeah. a lot of people feel, you know, is it's like there's a lot of vulnerability in yes. in letting yourself be celebrated. So I was scary. like, fuck you guys. I make you all be vulnerable. You have to go talk to your dead family. I loved it. I saw you saw me. I was like, I'll go first. Sorry. Scream. No, I was like, so excited. Uh, it was really cool. So I'm giving a shout out to Adela Levine. Yeah. They could probably Google her. Yeah. Tell her I sent you. Maybe she'll, Give me a kickback. Just kidding. She yes, won't. But. but what a good relationship to just keep building on, I yeah. say. Having like a medium you can regularly reach was, out to. Also, I will say a lot of people have this thing where they don't, they're like, I don't want to give them any information, which is fine because I think a lot of like psychics and mediums are bullshit. But when you have someone that like, like multiple people were like, no, this person's good. Like I told her a lot of information about yeah. myself, but still she fucking knew like stuff like, Me too. I don't think it's, it serves anyone too much to be like, I'm not going to let them know. Cause I think a lot of people like to test people. Yeah. There's um, it's just like, well, it's like a whole, I think that whole realm, whether it's like mediums and readings or meditation or like, it's kind of like my, the, it's, it reminds me of my breath work workshop that I was babbling on about. It's like, it is really easy to sit there and be above it or to participate from a distance. And yes. like, oh, what do we call it? An improv? Like, um, uh, where you have like you have like kind of You're, that judging space yeah, between like it, too you know, cool for it. Yeah, yeah, like that distanced. Like, I mean, I'm doing it, but like, I'm not like these yeah, people. One, yeah, like kind of winking to the audience. Yeah. like I'm not into this. But you're you realize that like you lose. Yes, ultimately when you enter a space like that, it's like you don't ever have to do it. But also, yeah. if you do it, just. You should do, do it. it. <laughs> now, I think a lot of people do that because of fear, though. 100%. My mom did say, I wish you wouldn't do that black magic. And I was like, Mom, that's not what this is. <laughs> no, it was crazy. Not, it was not black magic. It was magic. not. Um, <laughs> Jess, what's new with you? Um, well, that was a big highlight. <laughs> that was a huge highlight. Um, no, I just had a really good, chill Thanksgiving. Um, I did your mom have two martinis? No, it was we we go to the Langham, this old hotel in Pasadena, um, and they she had mimosas, yeah, okay. she had two mimosas, but she was she did good, and it was like a good little outing, and then I did some karaoke, which I was telling yeah. you about. I uh, yeah, it was it was great. I went down to Orange County, went down to Newport Beach, and saw our friend Dicky. Got uh, met her family and like Cute. stayed at their nice house and just kind of bopped around and saw oh, people. And, that's uh, fun. Went to a divorce party on <gasps> Sunday night, which I'd never been to. I love people celebrating divorces. I for a couple reasons. One, congrats, live your life, have fun. Two, it's like you already made us do so much fucking shit. <laughs> like like you already made like a big deal about the bachelorette, and we had to yes. go to your wedding. 
and then she's like yeah, wow you really need a lot for me huh it's like a very full circle but it is fun it and was, like, I was just like very I was like oh this is a it's the same reason when you first know anyone who gets divorced uh, same as like anything like when you know the first people to get married like you start watching like these life moments kind of that you have not participated in so I was like oh my first divorce party I really will say as a single person like what the fuck guys like just because I haven't had all that I don't get any fucking parties it's like the sex in the city episode yes. that's why I think of it all the time it and is like so crazy to be like what you're making like you're making moves but like whatever dude we should have a lot more life event parties yeah. for your first big job for or just like you made it I guess that's what birthday parties are but everyone gets those no I think it can be more achievement based yeah. I think it's like uh, I think when people get PhDs when people get degrees yeah. when people get like and I know women who have done that but like we don't do enough like yeah. just really big life state when people's like make six figures and that matters to them you know like whatever wow. the thing is you what know? if someone was like I gotta well I guess I people wish do that. somebody did I would like show up to a woman's six figure party <laughs> like so happily I, I don't think it's crass at all yeah. especially in terms of like feeling like uh, you can support yourself yeah. and you don't have to be afraid don't need to need don't need no man don't um, need no man anyways I couldn't agree more there's a lot of life stage celebrating for yeah. things but anyways it was fun to go to I don't know why I'm complaining I already mm. said I can barely handle a birthday party yeah I was gonna say <laughs> you want more parties <laughs> I mean like, I want to throw them for you I so. mean I don't know I like small group things um, alright <laughs> let's jump into some news <laughs> well a lot of the news we can there, there, there's some news but um, the one that I thought would be fun to start with is that we continue to get a lot of updates on Caitlyn in the jungle, yes. which we've been calling it. It's called I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. <laughs> we've just started calling it Caitlyn in the Jungle, um, and we've been covering it now. For anyone who doesn't know, Caitlyn Jenner is appearing on the UK reality show I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. And what we thought was going to be like the kiss of death on her celebrity has turned out to be the smartest thing she's ever done. And she's apparently, we don't get the show, so we can't watch it, but um, She's apparently a star. I have seen clips of I've it, I've seen though. clips, and she is, like, so game, doing disgusting challenges, being really vulnerable, um, and everybody loves her, and it looks like she might win. So we've been getting updates that are great, where we have a couple correspondents yes. <laughs> who are sending us clips. We got a clip from Jess this week. Emily uh, sent us another recap, and then I was just going to read one from our yes. first correspondent on the scene, Louise. Yes, go for it. Hi, Marcy and Yes, Caitlin has had quite a chilled out week this week. She was voted by the public to be, quote, camp leader. So she has a nice red throne to sit on and an actual bed to sleep in. So just... <laughs> That's crazy. So just some <laughs> details from her conversations with other campmates, really. Caitlin was filling the girls in on transitioning and explained that back in the 80s, she had started taking estrogen and had grown a 36 slash 38 B cup. Wow. But after meeting Chris, had them cut off. <gasps> that can't be right. Maybe just maybe this cut off the supplements taking them. Well, oh. no, that can't be right. So when she started, not to doubt you, Louise, that just sounds painful. So when she started her permanent transition, they didn't grow back. And that's why she had her top surgery. Oh, oh I was wrong. so she. What? Oh, wow. Maybe she had like. I gotta find this clip. Wow. In another. That's intense. That's really intense. We got to get to the bottom of that. In another conversation with the camp, and she, at what point during their relationship? I have so many questions. I have so Caitlin. many questions, Caitlin. It was it after you already like went to second? And you're like, I don't want 
And that's uh, substantial. 36B. In another conversation with the camp, she explained that her family was very proud of her. And son Brody said, quote, I've always been proud to be your son, but never prouder than right now. But went on to say that. I don't think that was Brody. It was Brandon. Yes. Because in in the clip, it was Brandon. But that's okay, Louise. Uh, You're a great reporter. Um, (laughs) She went, but went on to say that things that, quote, have never been the same with Chloe. Caitlin explained that she raised Chloe from five years old and doesn't know what happened. They were so close. Um, in a, and there's some more news stories that that kind of got connected to that we'll talk about in a sec. In a really funny conversation with Kate Garraway from the UK Morning Breakfast Show about plastic surgery, Caitlin decided to give Kate a bit of consultation about the gap between her nose and top lip uh. and assured her she knows just the guy in Beverly Hills who can help her out. Cry face emoji. The Daily Mail is twisting it to seem like she was being mean, but she really wasn't. It came off the back of Caitlin explaining what she had done and Kate took it as the joke it was. She's really doing great and the betting... The betting shops, betting shops have her as a favorite to win. I'm voting for her constantly as I'd love to see her crowned queen of the jungle. Queen of the jungle. (laughs) Although I do really think she would be delighted to head home now. Lots of love, Louise. Oh, thank you, Louise. Thank you, Louise. And Emily and everyone else who's sending us updates. Our little reporters on the scene. Yeah. I have been so touched by these these, um, clips and like this whole... um, yeah, she's just like, what a cool, open, vulnerable move for her to have done. Yeah. So we have this news story that kind of ties into that with the Chloe saying that she was kind of shocked and confused that Caitlin says they hadn't spoken in five or six years. Yeah. And it doesn't. It is confusing because, yeah, she says it's been five or six years. So this TMZ article is saying Caitlin publicly came out as trans in 2015 and the in the family found out only shortly before then so five or six years does not add up but then there there are all these photos of like there's a photo of them i it would have been her 70th 70th yes and that she sent flowers and that she texted caitlin and wished her happy birthday i mean there's even a picture of the flowers that caitlin Caitlin received from chloe (laughs) it's very i mean apparently you know I guess we don't know. It could definitely be. But that, I mean, yeah, I did remember this. It says Chloe was also there for Caitlyn when she accepted the ESPY award. Um, and they've been at family holidays and birthdays together. So maybe it, it, she's just revealing that that's just fake and publicly uh, that's different from whatever's going yeah, on privately. It, it does sound like because I I really believe that Caitlyn and Chloe had a special relationship mm-hmm. before, like, the, you know, her mom divorced Caitlyn. Yeah. And that she really like, I I really feel like Chloe is so loyal that she just went through all of her, you know, all of her support to Chris. Yeah. Which makes sense. That's her mother. That's the person who she felt was really hurt in the divorce. Like, And they all did. And then they all kind of softened because didn't we have the whole party storyline, the holiday party last year, right? Where Kim... Was since she was hosting it, had decided to invite Caitlin, and yes. it was Chloe who was the most angry, right? Yes. And was like, "What about mom?" Yes. So, yeah, and, and then Kim was like, "But it's for all of us." I know. She's like, "That's why I took it away from mom." I know. And also, even Chris was like, "I'm fine." Yes. And then I don't think she ended up coming, did she? No, she I did. She, I don't remember. I don't know. Me, no, no. But um, I don't think there's too much left of the show. The um, I'm a celebrity. Yeah, but it's very fascinating to see. You know, Caitlyn in the jungle. I, I 
predicted she would thrive there you couldn't have been more right because i was like this woman this triathlete like she's one of the like i had forgotten i had completely put her in the box of like high maintenance beverly hills woman no she just looks like that exactly now. and it was like no yeah she's had a lot of work a lot looks maybe different yes but that to your point that is the physical heart and also she's in such great shape like oh, when she was yeah. sitting there chatting and i was just like oh my god look at these like muscles and like yeah she's in great shape um but yeah i there also was like a little like blip on the internet that like maybe she has um she is at risk of a lawsuit from the kardashians and oh, chris specifically because there is a gag order that she's not allowed to to speak negatively about chris but and so like does that chloe stuff fall under it but oh. but that it's probably fine because it wasn't technically negative also i wonder how that works because you know the tabloid laws are very lax in the uk uh like all of the defamation and yeah. all of the lawsuit like that's why it's such a thriving tabloid culture yeah. even before ours so i wonder if there could even been something purposeful about like well if you are going to tell little tidbits and here and there like maybe that's the only place you can oh. i don't know how like the international law piece of it would work yeah i wonder how that works like if you have a gag order is it count the whole world well i will say this and this isn't a secret I don't think, <laughs> um, but like, um, no, it's, I think it's public, but like, uh, my work, uh, my work published like a story about Tony Robbins, mm -hmm. like a me too story, uh, like on, on Buzzfeed news and we are getting sued in, um, Ireland by him. Cause that's the only place he can. Mm -hmm. Cause it's technically, it's a website. So it exists there. And so like the like that lawsuit would not have weight in the U.S., but like they found a loophole basically through mm. that their international law. Point being, uh, it gets really murky. And yeah. so I'd be very curious how like NDAs work. You know, here's the thing, Tony Robbins, you are not my guru. <laughs> Ever since I saw that giant tall pool, He's that an insane water person. pool. If anybody hasn't watched He's an the doc, insane person. the doc about him, go watch it and just be happy you haven't spent your money on one of those workshops. So we have another news story, and Jess, let me know if I should edit anything out. Can we talk about this Kirby Jenner show, Inside and Out? Uh, yes, I I will I will talk about what I can and okay. and tell you anything so I can. We so okay, you've seen the news. Kendall Jenner is working on a show for Quibi with Chris. With, with Chris and Kirby Jenner. If you follow the Instagram account, uh, or Kirby Jenner plays uh, Kendall's twin, uh, who twin is brother, yeah, twin brother, and they he he often like dresses like Kendall, and or it's like a very like he in, photoshops himself into these photo shoots that Kendall does, and it's gonna be a show on Quibi, which maybe if you listen a few weeks ago. I kind of like loosely hinted around that that was going to be a thing. Cause when we talked about mm -hmm. Chloe's show at Quibi mm -hmm. and I was like, this makes sense. Yeah. Cause I already knew. So Marcy knew because, <laughs> uh, because I got to be a part of it a little bit. Um, and my friends run that account, the Kirby Jenner account. And so I had heard that this show was in the works for quite some time it was always a big question of like whether it would happen or not and it 
is and uh i got to just kind of help out here and there in terms of sprinkling kardashian uh knowledge and goodies on them in the biz we call that a consultant i believe i was a consultant which was a huge thrill and uh i who better it was a huge thrill it was an exciting intersection of of my knowledge um and and i yes i'm excited for it to happen yeah it's a a lot i know a lot a lot a lot about the it. show I, and the most exciting part about it is that truly it is like kendall and chris's show like they are eps on it um and really excited about it and supportive and i was like very floored to hear how um yeah how cool it, it's probably gonna be and so uh i believe production starts very soon and hopefully yeah hopefully it'll be great but and it's, it's a it's a huge thrill and it was exciting for um my friend brooks is one of the co-eps shout out to brooks and um is the reason i got to be connected to it at all i think it really shows a side of kindle that's going to be fun like she even yeah. had a press release that say it says i'm thrilled that quibi viewers will get an inside look at the life of my twin brother <laughs> and he'll finally have the opportunity to shine in this series so like kindle's like playing along and she's going to be in the series and she like loves the i mean yeah. It's, it's really like a thing she wants to make. So. I think that's really fun of her that she's like willing to be like, yeah, let's kind of have fun with this whole reality thing because she's not yes. really a big part of the show. No. So like for her to be like, yeah, I want to do this version of it. I think it's infinitely cool. I think it's just, yeah, it shows a good side of her. I'm so excited. So yeah, we'll hopefully if there's more updates to share, I would love to share them. And in the meantime, <laughs> keep an eye out for, well, you'll know when it's, yeah, when yeah. it, when it, uh, airs probably in the spring, I think, I don't even know, but yeah, yeah, it'll also, be cool. I will say that like, thank God it's, I uh, hopefully Kendall does a better job of this sort of thing than Kim does. Yeah. Cause Kim's not like we, I mean, she did a fine job in the Australian ad for Uber Eats, but it's a little stiff, right? Yes, we know our Car Jenners are not (laughs) the most naturally gifted actors, Uh, but maybe this will be your time to shine. Maybe. We we haven't gotten to see it too much, but um, no, um, it's exciting. It's really exciting. Apparently, uh, Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott were reunited over Thanksgiving break. I was losing it over this story. I don't know why it should be funny, but it is just like, well, we've talked about this many times. Like if you watch the show and you follow them, you know, you don't really see the family out amongst people very often. And it's really them at their palatial homes and just videos of them in like, you know, escalades in private planes. So it's like really weird and jarring to see them like in the world. Yeah. And they were spotted (laughs) at the Agua Caliente Casino uh, which is a nice casino. I've never been inside, but I've seen it from the outside. And they and I was like, I was like, oh well, maybe they were just like outside. No, they're chilling. Yeah, there is fully video of Chris at one of the tables, like with a whole bunch of other people, just gambling away fully at a, a Palm Springs casino. I mean, I, I loved of it, of course, because like, look, there's paparazzi everywhere in the world, but on Thanksgiving in Palm Springs, no, there's not. No, there's not. No, there's not, because it's probably cold and wet over there, and everyone's like having dinner with their family, so they're like, let's go hit the casino. I loved it, and there's like, yeah, a shot of Kylie and Travis walking around, she's got like a Corona in her hand, and they're just like, 
being normal but i just was like seeing them sitting at like whatever a craps table at the agua caliente <laughs> casino just really blew my mind but um yeah i think you know supposedly like kylie and travis are in this co-parenting space and it yeah that's really nice and good for stormy and looked really nice now i did read an article from her grandmother on the jenner side oh that is a very pointless i don't know who talked to this grandmother it feels <laughs> not so not mj on the this is jenner got a it jenner grand grandmother Caitlin. okay uh and it feels like maybe um a, a breach or like elder abuse or whatever happened <laughs> oh, for whatever no. person reported on the story it wasn't wild <laughs> widely reported so maybe it's not even accurate but essentially grandma jenner says that um the relationship didn't work out because when kids don't get married these days, oh you God. have to have a family. You need to get married to have that. And that she does talk to Kylie over FaceTime and the text. And oh, no. Somebody got to this woman. I was like, someone don't at a beauty shop like, ambushed her and was like, oh, <laughs> what are your kids doing? And she's like, well, so... Well, good for her getting a little press, getting um, in the game. More Jenner news, though. Uh, to this morning, early in the morning, someone broke into Kendall's property How again. How are people able to still get in these, get to these houses? How gated of gated do so they have to be? This so the suspect, twenty-seven-year-old Richard Eggers, allegedly hopped a neighbor's fence shortly before midnight and made his way to Jenner's property where he was quickly snapped up by Jenner security who held him until LAPD arrived. Um, so he was spotted back in September on security cameras before the team was able to grab him. Um, and then he told the police that he was canvassing the neighborhood <laughs> at, at midnight, midnight to get signatures to impeach Donald Trump. <laughs> Good answer. Uh, they didn't believe him. Good answer. And if you remember in March, um, another man was arrested a different uh, guy and he was uh by ice arrested him and they shipped him back to canada, canada. i mean i mean it, it this is so crazy because another piece that um in the caitlin of it all that had come up this last week was that she said that um the level of security that the family has to have and said that the girls can't really go anywhere anymore without security and was guessing and said she was like again who knows but she was guessing that kylie spends between 300 and 400 thousand dollars a month on security now we know billionaires don't pay the same tax rate we do because they are trick the government yes. and the government doesn't care yes but i also think they probably write off security i i because uh, my brain was like that number feels impossible, but also, what do I know? Like, all of it's impossible, I guess. I mean, maybe she meant in total, or does she mean an individual? Because I could see in total. In total? That that's not even a crazy for one person, for each person, for each child to have. But yeah. But I would imagine that counts as a business expense. Yes. Uh, yeah, I see what you're saying. I mean, I mean, if travel can count, then uh, certainly yeah. personal security for people who are already have like you're right you're like i can't do my business yeah. i can't earn my money if it's, i'm not alive and safe yeah yeah that makes sense i feel like uh i feel like the irs would take it <laughs> like i said they, they don't tax those people <laughs> do you know that middle class people get audited like 10 times more yeah. than like yeah 
It's I mean, because think about I can name five people who've been audited. Yeah, they don't go after my husband. (gasps) And rightly so. I know. Sucks so bad. Um, I read this. So James Corden was on Kimmel. Weird. I know. Very weird. Snake eating its own tail. It was very weird um, to promote, I think, like, I don't know. What movie? Cats. Cats, maybe. Ever heard of it? Okay, I don't. Cats know. the musical. I mean, I'm going to Memories see it. <laughs> I've actually never all seen alone it. Alone in the moonlight. Sing it. Um, and ends up telling a very great anecdote about you probably remember from a couple months ago. He did a quote unquote carpool karaoke, which ended up being like an airplane karaoke with Kanye and it was Kanye and the whole um, Sunday service choir and James Corden. And yeah, it was, I actually hadn't watched it until today, but then I watched it because uh, Corden ends up telling the story to Kimmel about how crazy and insane it was to work with uh, Kanye to try to arrange it. Like how truly, and it did blow my mind. Uh, He said like, he said truly, James revealed that Kanye had previously canceled two appearances on the show oh, at the very last minute. And then one of the cancellations, when they started to try to do um, the car- the regular, they were going to do regular carpool karaoke, he canceled so late, James was outside Kanye's house. But then in October, James got his uh, wish and had Kanye as a guest. James better watch out. He's going to get arrested and deported. I know. <laughs> He's going to be deported just like that Canadian man. I know. He says, so after canceling twice, (laughs) Kanye approached James and asked about doing the segment with the Sunday service, but it's 150 people strong. Oh my gosh. So then Kanye suggested doing it on a bus or on a truck. And then the, then he called on a Saturday and said he, Kanye was ready to do it on the following Monday. So James says that it was his production team went crazy. They're trying to figure out how to do this, get a bus, get a truck, whatever they can do to get 150 people plus Kanye in two days. They ended up being able to push it to Wednesday and to give everybody a little bit more time. And then they finally arranged it and then they can't get a hold of Kanye. And so it's the day of, and uh, 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 like no one's hearing anything back. They've booked it all. And then at 11 a.m. on that day, Kanye's team got in touch to say it was going to happen. This is the third time. I cannot imagine those poor producers. I All I can think about, because we know so many people who have like, and, I just was like, oh my God, this is. And you had to deal with this at your oh my job. God, like when made, you can't, like even, and you, it was different, not even like day of. Like day of, he says he's ready. Oh my God. But guess what? I want to do it on a plane. And so James Gordon says, but to his credit, he and his team got a plane. <laughs> so day of, they like got the plane. Of course they did. Course. Because they have planes every day. I know. And so uh, they ended up getting there and they shot it on the plane. Uh, I watched it. It's it's pretty, it's very cool. And like it's the music when they're singing on the plane, like even just the acoustics of it are really cool. Um and Kanye's in such a good mood and it's like very good. It's, it's really great. But just uh, it was a very funny story of like and you could see Jimmy Kimmel was like really biting, like gritting his teeth. And they were like they were like, he's a lot. He's a lot to work with. He's a lot. <laughs> yep. He's an interesting. He's a very interesting man. Like they've yeah. both just been burned by him so hard <laughs> like them and their teams. Oh, gosh. He's just a diva. He's a diva. Um, if he had a better singing voice, we would worship him. <laughs> He, he <laughs> says in car, in this carpool karaoke, I mean, he has so many quotes lately, but one of them made me laugh, laugh. He said that God was showing off by with him. 
Oh my it was, God. He was like, Yeezys are valued at like whatever, a billion dollars or something. And he's like, I mean, he's just flossing. He's showing off oh with me. Oh my God. <laughs> and, and it's great. Actually, I've never been a Corden fan and Corden is literally like, so I'm sorry. Like he does such a good job. <laughs> almost like an improv scene of being like, so let me get this just so I get it straight. So you think because, so you're saying the six and he's not being demeaning and he's like the success of your shoe line is evidence that God is showing off by creating you and your success. And he's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> man, I'm going to blow Kanye's mind one day when I show him some, the way some birds are colored. <laughs> Cause that's God really showing off. That's God really showing the off. color green and blue and purple. God's trying to make a point. Oh my God. It's great. He's a lot of true gems. Um, to- that's very funny. It's great. It's great. Go watch it. Um, b- watch both of them. But that's it. One other thing I just want to say, like, um, I want to thank everyone who listened to the show and subscribes, rates, yeah. reviews, because um, I didn't realize this, but we're like in the top 100 of after shows in the U.S. on I Apple Podcasts. I just saw that, too. I don't know if you guys know this about Marcy and I, but we don't like track ourselves because compulsively. People hurt our feelings <laughs> too much. People write some crazy <laughs> We've gotten gotten taken to task, especially of late. Every now and then. Especially of late. (laughs) Wait, I blocked someone on Instagram recently. (laughs) I like got I was like, you know what? You don't have to. Because it was your birthday. It was on my birthday. I almost said, hey, I read your rude message on my birthday, but I didn't. (laughs) Instead, I said, hey, sorry about you don't like our show. How about you don't listen to it? Block. But to your point, there are so many lovely people. And I think, yeah, we in the spirit of like some residual Thanksgiving gratitude. Yes. Thank you. Thank Thank you you. so much. Yeah, because we're in the top 100 for after shows. That's a big deal. In the U.S. And honestly, we're like in Great Britain. I think we're like number 26 for after shows. It's all our Caitlin coverage. It's because we became a spinoff. It's it's because of our friends, Emily, Louise, Louise, and Jess. Our reporters on the ground. Thank God for them. Um. Um, and just thank you guys. And, you know, if you haven't, help us out. We're, we still don't really make money off of this show. No, maybe, I think maybe $200 in four years. Yes, I agree. <laughs> in four years. Oh, and we've definitely spent more. Oh, uh, boy. No, and we, we don't push it too hard these days. But um, the subscribing, actually subscribing, actually writing those reviews uh, and obviously like tweeting or sharing about us goes yeah. a really long way. Engagement goes such a long way in terms of other people being able to see the podcast too. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank Um, you. Thank you, guys. All right, let's take a quick break. With HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit, get easy, seasonal recipes and pre-measured ingredients delivered right to your door. All you have to do is cook and enjoy. HelloFresh makes cooking delicious meals at home a reality regardless of your comfort in the kitchen. From step-by-step recipes to pre-measured ingredients, you'll have everything you need to get a wow-worthy dinner on the table in just about 30 minutes. Say goodbye to endless grocery store trips and takeout food. HelloFresh has you covered. Break out of your dinner rut with HelloFresh 20-plus seasonal chef curated recipes each week there's something for everyone from family recipes to calorie smart and vegetarian and fun menu series like the hall of fame and craft burgers hellofresh has more five-star recipes than any other meal kit so you know you're going to get something delicious also you can add extra meals to your weekly order as well as yummy add-ons like garlic bread and cookie dough you can easily change your delivery days your food preferences and skip a week whenever you need to so one of my 
favorite meals that they have sent is the truffle umami blast burger. Ooh, that sounds so fancy. Very flavorful. <gasps> well, me, I went for the cheese tortellini, which was great for a pasta head like myself. So easy, so fast, um, and obviously delicious because it's cheese tortellini. I literally imagined you with a noodle <laughs> on your head. <laughs> Good. So you can get nine free meals with HelloFresh by going to HelloFresh.com slash Dishin9 and using code Dishin9. That's right. You can get nine free meals with HelloFresh by going to HelloFresh.com slash Dishin, D-I-S-H-I-N, and the letter nine. Use that code Dishin9 and get nine free meals with HelloFresh. And we're back. We're back. We're gonna cover. I don't. The name of this one, I think, is called The Gift. Yeah, maybe? is it? We're in season 17, episode 10, I believe. Wow. We're moving. Wow, wow, wow. So it this, is called The I think it's called The Gift. Or Gifting or something. Something gift related. Well, it's a very, it's almost singularly Chloe. It's called focused. Gifted. Gifted. Okay, I was close. Gifted, yes. Close. Um, I believe all the storylines relate to Chloe. Almost, yeah. Ex- Almost. Yeah. Except, Except for the one, one that made me cry. Oh, duh. Okay. <laughs> the one that is so, yeah. definitely not about her. Um, yes. We have um, Tristan trying to buy back Chloe's love. Yep. That's number one storyline. Number two is uh, Chloe's got a birthday mm-hmm. slash Kim's going to... Kim and Chris are giving her dogs. dogs. And then the third one, which is a... It's a very interesting C story yeah. as the smallest one. It's about Simi Valley and... A toxic... The, Toxic, up. toxic cleanup in Simi Valley from I forget I'll look it up so they the don't. um Woolsey fire yes the, well what sparked the Woolsey fire apparently um so so maybe we start with um well, well more than anything we have to start with this first scene um I well, Mariah and I talked about this at your party <laughs> on Saturday because it is so deeply funny the cold open is a let's just use oh. never are quotes more more heavily used than what I'm going to say, which is the word game in quotes, which is a game in quotes that Kanye is forcing upon the family, which is that everybody is holding a tiny dictionary. This is the most insane thing I've ever heard, by the way. You have to pick a page in the dictionary and then everyone has to underline the positive words. And then you talk about who underlined what and why, which was Truly, this is one of the craziest scenes in the history of the show. Also, it was making me laugh really hard because it's he, he explains it as a, a positivity exercise, right? All he did was talk shit about the words he hates and the things he doesn't <laughs> like. He literally was like, uh, I don't like the word practice. It's not positive. I don't like the word habit, habitual. I don't like all he said was words he doesn't like that weren't even the words that they were talking about. It's really funny because then he was like, yeah, it's a board game. And I was like, oh, he thinks board game is spelled B-O-R-E-D. <laughs> he does. You're right. Or he didn't. I think he like, he, maybe knew, he was but trying he was like, to be funny. Yeah. But it's a very, he's like, and Kim is openly yawning, by the way. <laughs> and it is so funny. <laughs> And look, maybe if (laughs) part of me is like, if we ever made this a Patreon, I would make, I would love to set a timer and force you and I to play this game. But just like say why we, why we do or don't like words. Yes. We're like, we have to do it exactly the way they do it. Is that what uninteresting people do? I think so. Like, cause they can't, they can't go anywhere. It's like the vision. Somebody tweeted like, 
that it like the vision of it like it it looks like this long con that Kanye like pulled the prank on this family (laughs) (laughs) pranking this poor family poor not is not the word yeah this um but we get so then from there we we I think maybe we go into the casino trip and the gift Yes, I yes. think that's a fun so one. So it's Chloe's thirty fifth birthday, big birthday coming up. You know, for your birthday, like we all do, you got to go do a paid uh, <laughs> a, a hosting paid. appearance, a hosting appearance in Connecticut that you take a private jet to at the Morongo <laughs> Casino. Which when mm. I lived in New York, I always heard and saw advertisements for Morongo. There's like this whole culture of like these really chic casinos that do these. Like I always hear about like. What is it? Fox Hills or there's like a couple that oh, do is that like where it was. Was it not Morongo? It might have been. Oh, I don't remember the name of which one it was. Yeah, but it was like a Connecticut casino. Yeah. But the, there's this like universe. Because Morongo couple of, could be out here. Morongo actually, I think, is yeah. out here. You're, I, think it, you're, I think it was Fox Hills or whatever. Yeah. But it's she goes to Connecticut and she brings uh, the twins. She brings um, Malika and Khadijah. <laughs> and. And it's the the vibe is very fun and it's they're only there for 24 hours. Yeah. So it's like a very quick appearance. Rough. Very quick, which is wild to think about. What a life. And so, oh, the Mohegan Sun. That's what it was. That's very close. Morongo's out here at Mohegan. Mohegan Sun. Yes, yes, yes. Um, And it's like so lush and green. It's like tropical. Actually, I think Malika had a joke that made me laugh. They were looking out the window and she's like, like, oh, my God, you only usually see this on like your Apple TV. It made me laugh so it's hard. It's such I was a like, good joke. I don't think it was a joke. I was like, Chloe was like, your Apple TV. <laughs> I knew, but you know what she meant. Yeah. I was like, she's, it's a screensaver. I know. It made me I laugh. would love to see what my Apple uh, background, I, the, that desert, <laughs> I guess it's the Mojave Desert because that's what this operating system's called. Oh my God. It made me laugh. But I so get then, to see it at sunset every night. <laughs> <laughs> I get to see it. So then they're getting settled in the room and there is this mystery box on the bed. And Malika's like, oh, look, what is, is that? She's like, is it chocolate? What is it? <sighs> and um, what it what it is, is a gift from Tristan. Yes. And what we learn pretty quickly is that he reached out to the sisters and asked them to please help coordinate getting this gift to chloe which they did which we're gonna have a follow-up because i don't know if you saw twitter within the last couple hours but it's turning into a thing khadijah made it very clear that she only was loosely affiliated with this uh yes reverse they were like no heist of of jewelry (laughs) in a casino she was they open it's this incredible stunning diamond necklace um and yeah i think it's khadijah says look chloe's priority is to have peace in the relationship which is very funny the idea that like this so they're viewing it as like a peace offering i mean but later on we find out that like malika is so is really hoping that they can reconcile yeah we kind of i think that's why she's helping out so much and she's frankly i think i I honestly believe with this whole storyline they they cut two versions of it you think i think they did i think they cut like one in case they got back together and i think they cut one oh, for in case they weren't interesting i mean it's, she's sort of playing it very middle of the road very she, middle i mean she does call him and she thanks him it's very clear <laughs> he's never seen the necklace because he she's like i'm wearing it right now and he's like oh yeah 
I know. Like he doesn't know what it is. It reminded me of that scene in Sex and the City when Carrie, after she and Big have been broken up for a while, on her birthday, she gets flowers and she's like, what does it mean? What does it mean? And then we find out his assistant just yeah. forgot to like take it off the... It was very... It's very tough. And I, I really... I mean, look, she's got a beautiful necklace, but it's also like... That, threading that needle you could tell was such a struggle yeah. of like and they were laughing at her because she like facetimes later when he's with true and um oh yeah and is like you know he's like she's telling true i love you i love you and then he says i love, love you, you to her and then she goes thank you thank you and they roast her they're like oh th- i love you thank you well that's why i'm like i feel like malika's pushing this a little too much it's like what yeah. do you want her to do and she does eventually say like i've already been on this roller coaster with him yeah yeah and and they're like oh you don't want to do a third time right 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 well so just a couple hours ago i i have not seen this i saw some people talking about it but it was sort of you know people obviously criticizing malika and khadijah for being so involved for facilitating that for which i mean i i side with you know um so chloe tweeted this this was I keep seeing people criticizing my best friends. My best friends would never do anything to hurt me. I can say Mm. that with full confidence. You guys don't know the entire story ever, all caps. You watch 44 minutes of an episode and really think you know it all. Stop talking about my friends, second tweet. Focus on your own lives, which I'm pretty sure is is not perfect. People (gasps) love to have an opinion when they're behind a computer screen. I'm fine with opinions. Just make sure you live the life you so quickly judge others about. (gasps) Word salad, as usual. I will say... Does she sound exactly like us when we get a negative review? Yes, you're right. <laughs> Shit. Oh God. Oh, Full circle. But it. I. I will you're say behind it, a computer screen. You feel so tough. Literally, like once every three months, someone says something remotely negative, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so I, I kind of understand this. I'm very well, lucky I'm not in any way famous because oh, so hard. I get it. The like the rush to be like, how dare you, strangers? I and know. it's you know it's, it's vulnerable. True. And I you know we have to remember it is a storyline and yes. i can understand i can even understand malika wanting chloe yeah. to reconcile with her, the father of her child especially because at that time malika is with ot genesis yeah. and i don't know if she knew she was pregnant yet or like yeah or if she like knew that they were trying for a child and just the idea of being like, what if we could all be families together and have this like thing? And that's always and the, like the mentality of when, this circle. When people know? are in love, I think they really want their their friends who yeah. aren't in a relationship to find the same thing that they have, yeah. even if they're delusional. <laughs> like, you know, people that you've seen that happen a lot. They're like, what if you just give it a shot? So here's the big question. So, I mean, I think I know, but if, if I was broken up, uh, we'll just not make it any person, but like <laughs> yeah. and that person reached out and was like, Hey, it's not fair because there's too many weird circumstances. But the we it feels like our consensus is that they should have said no and not given not facilitated giving the necklace. What do you think? It's so hard. It's really, really hard because I certainly. I don't know. It's like the onus is mostly on him. 
I think for for involving other people and putting them in the position because it would also then it becomes really hard as a friend to be like well would that make her sad then if I like didn't and she found out later that he had tried to do this sweet thing right and like I stopped it like it's about like involving outside people to have to make that call and either feel protective or feel like that they're a part of something with somebody that's hurt you. Like I would have been sweating bullets, like giving that a gift like that to somebody who's been hurt that badly. Yeah. I feel like I probably would approach it like this. Hey Jess, I was given this thing. We're on the plane. I'm going to go ahead and tell you now. Yeah. Um, Because I don't want it to be weird and taint your birthday in case you don't like this. And I would just go ahead and like lay it out there. I like that. I think that's better than the like, ooh, what's that? Yeah, because like what if it does bum her out and then you're like, well, now we have to go do this event. Have fun on your. I mean, I guess it wasn't actually her birthday, but yeah. Well, the good news is. I can't hold nothing back, though. Yeah. I think if I didn't think it was good for you, I would tell the person that they needed to figure out another thing. It's such a tricky dance but also if i thought someone were making a mistake i might actually just literally tell someone that yeah yeah like i certainly have meddled a little bit in people's relationship where i was like i don't like this i wouldn't accept it for myself or i've been like i think you're not seeing this clearly i think this person like yeah so like i don't know sometimes (laughs) it's it's really tricky and i just was like what a what a move by tristan i I guess i'm a hypocrite so it doesn't matter anyway you know i think we all are yeah um and there's more gift giving from him but in the meantime they have a really fun night they get fucking hammered she looks great she looks amazing she literally throws malika (laughs) across the room just this giant woman throwing tiny malika she is feeling herself so much like she is so happy about her depression weight loss yes she's like marching around like she's kendall jenner at the last victoria's secrets (laughs) fashion show before it all got canceled and they're gonna shutter their doors in two years i guarantee it like she is feeling herself (laughs) also we kind of skipped over she had a very interesting conversation with that makeup artist at Mm -hmm. the shoot they were at Mm -hmm. where laying the groundwork just like oh you're You're the the tristan because he was saying he had mistreated his partner and they broke up with him and he was like kept trying to do anything 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 to get and he's like i guess i always believed that i could just make this like that i could do this and get them back and now i can't so i'm heartbroken and i think she's like yeah Yeah. it's sort of nice to see that you're suffering and i think maybe a little bit with Kristen, like that's why she like indulges it a bit yeah because she's like it's sort of nice like she she says says i wish you would have treated me this way when we were together and later and he's like (laughs) (laughs) and she says it later she's like he should be nice to me he should be being really it feels really good to have him be so nice to me um and again that's a hard needle to thread i think in terms of what that means long term yeah you know? i mean and she keeps saying it like i don't want him to think that this means yes yeah well because she and i i was glad to hear her say i don't want to give i don't want someone to give me diamonds for no reason it freaks me out well then later in that scene with scott where scott gives her these huge diamond earrings i guess i'm like okay i think we need to recalibrate what we're what we're dealing with like we think him sending her like this diamond encrusted necklace and this like three carat pink diamond ring like Oh my God, what a huge deal. But maybe it's the equivalent of sending someone flowers. That's a good point that like we as poor people... (laughs) 
like what may seem so lavish like, and insane would make, be like i don't have a 47 million dollar basketball deal like tristan does like sure like what if it him, could be truly nothing it could be the same as like uh yeah a bouquet of flowers yeah or being like i sent a bottle of champagne over to you like it's yeah. a nice gesture and i know it's like not nothing for me but also i'm like yeah whatever and on the receiving end because it's being given to very wealthy women it's not felt yeah, as like, like oh when your never brother-in-law who is broken up with your sister gives you four hundred thousand no i'm um, let's say 40 let, let, okay let's say they're ten thousand dollar sure. diamond earrings maybe they're only two thousand but even still when someone like that can give you that present you're like oh my god whatever i don't even have to sleep with men to get diamonds oh like, my god but it's, i think for her it is mostly like i'm going to accept these things but yeah. i also like I don't want you back. No. And she's like towing the line. I think trying to be kind, leaving a lot of space. But like, yeah, it's tough. But then so then we it kind of dovetails into the party. Yes. Well, no, let's back up to the dogs. Oh, yes. Right. Yes, right. Because the head of it's the the party's nothing. It's a great party. Great. Well, because I was thinking it connects to to back to oh. Tristan. And oh, so right. so basically back in L.A., it's there. They were going to plan a party. They basically get close, get Kylie to plan Chloe's party, because apparently in their world, Kylie is the best party planner. And well, they all think she's the coolest. Yeah. And, and Kim and has all, for years thought and that they're she all was like, coolest. oh, she like throws parties for her friends, like all these dinner parties. She's always they like, basically like. Like she's a billionaire let her pay for this <laughs> and then chris then says well i'll be gone and she's like gonna be as kim says on some yacht on some ocean also, somewhere this is how kim kardashian's brain works so what she really did was she was like yeah let's just have kylie pay for it yeah that's why she was like kylie chloe loves your birthday parties if she's just like yeah but let that bitch pay for it fuck her fuck her no let her pay for it like flatter her by like yeah well she throws the best parties yeah she knows kim is playing them a hundred percent and so she gets her she gets her to start planning it meanwhile this this sort of these hijinks begin with chris because the premise being that since she's missing the party she has to get chloe a gift so she somehow connects it back to the like Gabbana, beloved dog Gabbana, who was Chloe's, um, who died last year, maybe or a year or year two before, ago, yeah. um, who lived to a, an old age and lived with Chloe. Somehow, like the same breeders, the same like, bloodline, the same yeah. bloodline. She's like Chris has reached out and is in touch with the same bloodline. We don't know what that means exactly, and they have puppies, and Chris decides first it's just that she's going to give her another puppy essentially giving her like another cabana it's so funny in that scene though because chris is like trying to show kim the picture of like herschel with a with the sweater on and kim's face she's so disgusted she's like because she because this family shouldn't have animals they are not they don't mean anything they don't like kim was like ugh. they don't know anything she's to like, them don't give her a fucking dog no one wants a dog how many do i have i don't even know she doesn't know r.i.p sushi <laughs> <laughs> we'll never know but um yeah so basically and kim's rationale is like i think it's the worst idea to give her dogs but but since she got north a hamster without telling me last season, yes, um, I'm okay with it. Is like retribution, basically. And so then 
can't Chris for some reason gets all three three, three little girl dogs and Scott and Kim are both like this is fucking crazy who does that the dogs are going to Chloe's house and they're they're so they're so upset to be a pawn in this stupid TV show. Oh my They're God. like squealing. Real animals. Like Scott, <laughs> Scott was like, he basically was like to the dogs was like, you guys are going to live a really good life. He, oh, he goes, you're going to live a very good lifestyle. <laughs> to I the hope dogs. those dogs were just rented for the day. Too. I don't like thinking about like, uh, <sighs> like so, real dogs. <sighs> I hate the whole thing. When they surprise Chloe, she does look, look like she's about to cry, but yeah. you can, she feel, you can tell she feels overwhelmed. She's like, what is happening? Because it was also a very jarring, confusing surprise. Yeah. They like, they like rampage into her house basically with the camera crew and she's like in the backyard working on something and it just like, it's so chaotic. It was chaotic. like she wasn't in film mode and no. she was like, oh no, what am I, what's happening? <laughs> They like charge in with three puppies. Can you imagine giving three puppies to a person? Honestly, like this is my PSA because it's like Christmas time. Do not give anyone in your life a dog. No, don't give anyone an animal. Never everyone an animal because not to say that people should not get animals, but when you give them as a gift and it's not fully the person's choice, it's just a weird thing. And animals are not sweaters. They are living creatures that should really be taken care of. I'm very passionate about like, I mean, I found Bo on the street. I wasn't looking for him, but it was my choice to keep him and it's, to have him torture me for the rest of my life. But I it's too big of a deal. And I'm, I'm always just so upset by how this family treats animals. Like well, they're truly just like another pair of shoes that when they're done with them, they can auction them off. And I'm not even sure they give them to charity. <laughs> no. And it's like, I think there's, you know, yeah, we're all a lot more educated about like not buying the, you know, pet animals from in pet L- stores yeah, and in like- LA County it's illegal to buy an animal now everyone I know all the rich people I know still go like out of state to get like a breeder like I know yeah. someone who like flew across the country <laughs> to get a dog and it's just like all right I guess you still do it I think it's just that like there is a lot more understanding of like yeah but like, we have so many poor little so animals in a, in a cage go get them there god three dogs three but- dogs Insane. So and we find out she rehomes them. She rehomes them. She's or like, she doesn't, and they just sent them back to the. They went right back the, the day. The AKC <laughs> they got them from, and they sold them each for three thousand dollars. Like that's the other thing about these fucking dogs is like when you get like a designer dog yeah. like that, they cost so much money. So and then they have hip dysplasia and breathing problems and cancer because they're like, you you shouldn't know the bloodline that your dog comes from. It's bizarre, but it is obviously like a whole universe. Also, like, could you imagine True with a lab? No, and they're like, I mean, that's the that's thing. A big dogs. They're big dogs. And that's what she says uh, when she's talking to Kim about it later. She's like, I just, like, I've had such a weird year. I just moved back <laughs> into my house. I have a baby. It is very funny when Kim was like, well, <laughs> it was revenge. And she's like, oh, I didn't oh, even think about that. Weird. Whatever. Why, what producer forced you to make that connection? <laughs> <laughs> but it ends up being a happy story or happy ending with this lovely party yes. that Kylie throws. It's very typical Kardashian. It's like in their backyard. It's all like pink explosion, basically. And there's nothing really of note. It's really cute. And then we do get like a little thing the next day. Uh, they're at Scott's house having like a hang. And she's recapping to Kim about the p- party. And like, I guess that Tristan 
came or no where does it because she says Tristan gave her more jewelry right it wasn't the ring the ring yeah when did isn't it there that she says I got a little muddy I think I thought it was there oh no it's when she was talking to Scott earlier that she had been talking about how he got her the ring and that it looked like an engagement ring yeah that was before the party before the party and then after the party she talks about how um you know, just that Malika and OT basically We're had like, been saying that they don't think that it's over. And that's where she's like, look, he should be nice to me. And there's nothing wrong with that. And, and it's sort of, I think, teasing the idea of an open door a tiny bit. I honestly feel like she and Lamar have a better chance of getting together than... <laughs> I don't feel it in my bones, <laughs> like the likelihood, but um, but obviously yeah, anything's possible. You know, anything is possible. And also, I think when people can change, but I don't think enough time has passed oh, for her to believe he can change. That's what she says. She says he gave her a handwritten card and in the yes. card, it was like, uh, everything all she'd the been waiting she, yes. for and it was like you know his bad handwriting which she goes to, out of her way to point out yeah and how he like that's kind of trying to make the point i think of like that's what she wants she wants him to grow she wants him yeah. to be a better version of himself and to express regret and shame and xyz uh you know and but that she's also happy to take the diamonds <laughs> right yeah <laughs> i think um all right let's move on to the last one mostly because i gotta leave in 10 minutes oh shoot Full disclosure guys oh my I got God. a show to do later of um, course but um so this one i truly literally cr- cried so this sad so, really um, sad this is about uh, kim and courtney got involved in the santa Susana field lab meltdown it was the 60th anniversary and it it hasn't been cleaned up in 60 years and there are all kinds of kids and people getting these rare cancers even like a family friend of the kardashians yeah so like they have these women come to their house and like talk to them about it and like get involved with um oh, what was the it's change.org senator's name though. senator stern yeah i don't remember his first name but it, he uh they have a meeting with them and yeah. it's like all of these things were like I was like, this all feels like very tense and like they're talking about NASA cleaning up stuff and yeah, Boeing, Boeing cleaning up. and the feds. And it was like a storyline that was like almost so in like it was like very like I was like, is she Aaron Brockovich now? Yes, I know. And they literally have this scene where the Senator Stern is talking about them if Courtney and Kim were to like tweet about it. Yeah. And he's, he's like, You're nice, but you're scary. Yeah. Because you know what it is very true about them? It's like, I think what people, because I even like had an argument with a friend this weekend that she was like, I was like, Kim is going to run for Senate one day. She's like, I'm so sick of them. I'm so fucking sick of them. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and I was like, what I think people don't understand when they don't like the Kardashians is like, they're like if you like even resent that they're doing something you side with it's like yeah. but they're getting the word out to people who would never hear about this yeah and maybe are not politically inclined no don't care but then when these ladies tell you something like, oh all of a sudden you're on? like that's right i'm tweeting and like it matters it's a lot of it's a real easy way to like flip a light switch on in a room it and puts, have people super upset and fired up especially for these huge corporations that are like like boeing it's like yeah people know like 
all of a sudden one of the most famous women in the world is like saying you need to like look at this stuff you and then clean like up a it, mess. it can matter it's a big deal it's exciting but so then yeah we get they they kind of get this like it, it, they do a nice job of showing them basically rather than just like showing up to an event i thought it was really thoughtful that they showed them educating themselves yes. which is a thing they do on the show notes what they did with like Planned Parenthood a couple seasons ago where they go and they like listen to the experts as opposed to hearing like Kim and Courtney talk about this thing that they might not clearly know that much about so they listen to the real activists and the real agents of change and I think it's a very very savvy way to approach this I was trying to like remember the the little girl's name so Hazel 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 oh my god girl this at the event this woman starts telling a story and it is a roller coaster because she starts off and she's got a shirt with her daughter's face on it and i was like oh no that child died but then she starts telling the story i'm like oh yeah she survived oh no she died yeah and let me tell you i cried the first time i watched it then i watched it again and i cried again it is so devastating that like her child survived cancer once and at the age of two and then died a year later it's horrible Oh. horrible 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 and they're ev- the scene is so tough it's and also everyone's this crying. is 30 miles from where jess and i live right here i know i i mean i had no idea i had no idea uh it is devastating it's very impactful um and you know what a good way when they do these kinds of storylines I mean, I know it's it's flattering for them on on a lot of levels to look compassionate and be caring, but like they don't have to. It's an it's a reality yeah, show. They, they don't have just, to talk about this stuff. And yeah, I think it's I think it's really amazing. While maybe she might be a politician one day, she isn't today. So she does. It doesn't really matter. Like no, she could also just get in a screaming match and have better ratings. Yes, absolutely. like this wasn't an inner. This was like a heart tugging, but it wasn't an entertaining thing. Like it was no. hard to watch, and like no. it made me. I like sent Trisha Trisha warning <laughs> I was glad I was did. like I feel like people with kids like anyone oh would God. be like I just can't even imagine like it's hard enough to like see like grandparents go through like weird cancers and shit much less like a baby no it's it is so heavy <sighs> and so sad and they uh they tweet about it and they get a lot of yeah. attention and they use their platform and i i don't i was trying to poke around right before i came over and i was not able to find out if there have been like any big updates but it sounded like they got some response from yeah. the parties involved and i think we'll just wait and see but um yeah. it was very They'll, impressive there was a little funny kind of like <laughs> moment there where Courtney like Kim's drinking a water bottle and Courtney's like and we need to like really practice what you preach and she's like I know she's like I'm only drinking from these kind now and it's like some paper thing and I was like Courtney she just doesn't there was another funny moment too where like someone was saying something very impactful to them and Kim was like yeah I know and Courtney goes yeah I know <laughs> it like trailed off I was watching when Courtney was explaining in the car like t- talking it through and trying to educate I was like man this woman is a lot I was just like it's neither good nor bad I obviously love her to my core but I was like this lady is a lot and it looks like next week is probably the big episode where she yeah, quits yeah yeah, yeah. Um, so that that's going to be a big one so excited for it that's it well we got to get you out of here um, we will continue covering uh, keeping up with the Kardashians season 17 so join in catch up if you haven't been listening we release new episodes every Wednesday 
check out our website, Cardishinit.com. We have all our episodes there, all kinds of goodies. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Please rate and review. Check out our Twitter, Instagram, and like our Facebook page. Email us, corrections, comments, and Kardashian run-ins at Cardishinit at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening to Cardishinit. Bye! Bye.